Yo, 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 yo. You are listening to Booze, Bullshit, and True Crime. That's Wade. That's Wade? That, that That's Bree talking. I'm Wade. I know. I was saying, that's Wade. And you're supposed to say, and that's Bree. But oh, and that's Bree. There we go. And we're going to talk about some gnarly shit. Some gnar gnar. <laughs> we decided this week we were going to do something along the lines of, you know, burglars who broke in and either got murdered or got, like, the shit beat out of them. So, I haven't gone over this with you yet, but I thought tentatively, since I named my notes this, we could um, name it, You Picked the Wrong House. That fits perfectly for both of mine, so. Okay. That works. It fit for all three of mine, so. (laughs) Fuck. So, technically, we have five short stories. We do. I Um, guess I should have picked one more so we had an even number but whatever i like odd i like odd too it's not bad but still so how was your week my week yeah my week was fucking eventful was it eventful oh yeah very eventful it was a great week do you want to tell the class no not really (laughs) because i've already talked about it like 20 different times so i'm kind of just done and over it well wade had his first panic attack this week so welcome to the club Mm mm-hmm and then I panicked more because I realized I was having a panic attack. So then I panicked even more while I was panicking. So it was like... Panicking this about your panic. Yeah, and I was like, this is what you have to go through during a panic attack? I was like, fuck that. Yeah. And then a customer that was walking up to my truck noticed that I was panicking and he was smoking a joint and gave me half of that joint and I was all good to go. <laughs> and gave me a shit ton of weed. Or not really, gave me a fat nugget for free. Well, it was he, really good shit. He called me and he was like, I'm having an anxiety attack. I can't breathe. And I was like, okay, we'll pull over. And he was like, I'm going like 20 miles an hour. And I was like, okay, pull over and I'll be right there. Um, just hang on. Let me go pee really quick because I was literally like in front of the house. And I was like, I'll, I'll come down there because I deal with a lot of anxiety. So I was going to try and talk him down from it. And then he calls me like 10, 15 minutes later when I'm almost there. He's like, I'm good. And I was like, are, are you, sh- are you sure? Like, I'm almost there. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Bless you. <coughs> Actually, curse you. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a stressful, eventful week. We can talk more about it next week, but. And I guess technically we can call this a mini-sode because I really wanted to go by fast because I'm fucking starving and I just realized Roundtable in Grass Valley likes to rob you for a medium <laughs> fucking pizza because it was literally going to be like 30 fucking dollars for like a two-minute drive down the road for a pizza. And I was like, yeah, fuck you, Grass Valley. You ain't getting that shit off Seriously, me. Seriously, like $27 and some change. And it everything is so expensive here. It's like Oakhurst, the mountain town that we live near. We don't even grocery shop here. We grocery shop in Fresno and then load everything up in an ice chest and take it down here with us because the groceries are so expensive. And, oh, yeah, by the way, we've been staying in an Airbnb and we've been, you know letting everybody know that it was coming due we got put in a hotel we have no kitchen so we literally have an ice chest full of food in this hotel room we can barely turn around in with an ice chest 
full of fucking food and nowhere to put it and nowhere to cook it. So that's why we're going to get pizza. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Anyways. All right. We're going to talk about some weird, gnarly shit. My side is really weird, but I think Brie has some background and stuff to talk about. My notes literally say burglary gone awry background and shit. Background and shit. So that's, that's background that's, and that's shit. Oh, okay. I was like, why did she spell shit with a U or a W? Technically, it's three eyes. I get that, but it looks like a W in cursive, not three eyes. So I did do a little bit of background. I'll go ahead and blaze through that. And Wade's excited about his story, so I'll go ahead and let him tell his first. But as far as background goes, on law.com, burglary is described as the criminal act of entering a residence or otherwise enclosed property through the slightest amount of force. So even pushing open a door is considered force in that case uh, without authorization. If there is an intent to commit a crime, this is burglary, generally is how it's classified. If there is no intent to commit a crime within the residence, breaking and entering alone is at least a legal trespass, and that's usually a misdemeanor crime. However, breaking and entering and burglary generally go hand in hand, and burglary is a felony. Now let's touch on some of the legal ramifications that can be dealt out for breaking and entering by itself. Imprisonment, usually less than a one-year sentence. Uh, probation, sometimes independently, but generally paired with a jail sentence, so after you get out. Criminal fines, which are generally less than $1,000 for a misdemeanor charge, which, how the fuck can that be when I've gotten a fucking speeding ticket for $978? Yeah, I, stupid, right? So I could break into somebody's house and pay the same fine that I did for going 90 in a 55 yeah wow okay um criminal restitution can also be you know dealt out in your sentencing that means it's like a repayment in instances of property damage so if you do you know break and enter and you break somebody's door then you have to pay back that um or community service can also be part of your sentence Typically, the community service would be for the court fees and time served and shit like that. You always have restitution if you did damage to somebody's property. So... Restitution and court fees are completely different. Okay. They're separate. So, but you wouldn't have to pay court fees and do community service, though. The community service No, you'd be... have to pay restitution, and then community service would be you paying back your court fees. Which is restitution for court fees. Yes. It's just called, okay. I yeah, you. you'll you'll have court fees and restitution. Restitution goes to the victim that you caused the property damage to, or traumatic events, or whatever. It's just confusing because restitution means paying back, so you could use that word for yeah. yeah. Um, past criminal history, as well as time of day the crime was committed, are some factors that may contribute and determine the punishment for breaking and entering. B and E at night is uh, generally punished more severely than breaking and entering crimes done during the day, which I thought was kind of interesting. So, as I previously mentioned, when you couple B and E with burglary, that equals a felony. However, B and E can be elevated on its own to a felony if there are aggravating factors. Aggregating factors. (laughs) Dirty factors. 
Aggravating factors are any circumstance related to the crime in question that make the crime itself worse. These could include severe property damage, so like fucking up somebody's car or like doing, you know, damage that's really expensive to fix, or causing serious bodily harm, injury, or death to another person while entering. So let's just say you break down a door and somebody else is on the other side of the door and you injure them. That or you beat somebody up or... That's sep- that's separate though. That'd be a whole nother charge. That's aggravated assault. This is just saying like while you're breaking and entering. Yeah, but you also have three classifications of B and E. Yeah, first degree, second degree, and third degree. Meaning that if you broke in specifically just to steal things, you'd be third degree. If but I'm bro- just talking about breaking and entering on its not with a burglary charge, not with. Yeah, no, but you okay, okay. Man, you you know your your words on B and E. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you got some stories for us. I got some Narnar stories for you guys. All right. So I'm gonna try to keep the phone away from the microphone so you don't get all that static you crazy better, shit. Because I do not want to record this again. I don't either because I'm fucking hungry. So. And they still have to be able to hear you. Remember. I know. I know. I know. Do you want me to pull it up on the computer? like we No, because it's going to take time for me to email it and then open it and all that. I know, but it's also going to take time for us to re-record. I, I think we're going to be fine. Okay. So, my first case is about a Colorado teen who was shot and killed. So, the updates that I was getting on this story were from uh, September 9, 2013. I'm not 100% sure. I'm sure it was a couple days or the day before that the crime actually happened. But this highlights of this story is, is that the teen's brother is pretty much... He was pretty much saying that he was devastated from the, you know, the whole story, what happened and how it happened and all that crap. He, was, he pretty much just said that he was... You know, the only word that came to mind was devastation. That he was just completely devastated by it. Uh, the the 18-year-old remembered his sister as, you know, a good student and an athlete. And, you know, she was a jokester, always having fun, playing Wait, around. The sister's the one that got shot. Yeah, the okay. teen's brother. Gotcha. So, and police pretty much called the shooting. It was unintended and extremely tragic it was just an extremely traumatic and crazy event that happened okay but also in this town of colorado there hadn't been a lot of shootings and like the all the officers were just so like shocked by everything where they're like i don't even remember when the last shooting was here but we'll definitely remember this one so it's like a shooting in shaver yeah so primella lala what? I think that's how you say her last name. L A L. Pre Primilla Lal Lal Lal. Lal. Yeah. Um, she was shot and killed by a family friend. So the combination of a gun and surprise pretty much went wrong and left the eighteen-year-old track star dead. A gun and what? Just. The a gun. God damn it! I lost my place. <laughs> do, 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 do. So the combination of a gun and a surprise oh, okay. left an eighteen-year-old dead. Gotcha. So this happened in Longmount, 
<laughs> Carolina, uh, Carolina, <laughs> Colorado. Longmont, <laughs> Carolina. Longmont. Longmont. Long okay. Yeah, not Mount Mont. <laughs> Longmont so is just too the funny. incident happened Friday. Okay, so if it happened Friday, then it was the updates that I got on this story were that following Monday, so three days earlier, two days later. Okay. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So. Permella and her 12-year-old cousin decided to play prank on a family friend. They were just going over to his house to have make a joke, you know, have a joke on him, play a joke on him. Okay. So, according to Lyle's father, the F- Lyle family had uh, recently moved, and the family Fred had been keeping an eye on the recently vacant home. So okay. he was always around, just checking out, making sure everything was okay, and, you know, he was already in that routine, so every time he'd leave or go home or whatever, he'd stop by the house. Did they still own the home? The yeah, who they just recently home? just moved in, so I'm, just, I'm assuming that they probably were still living in boxes and shit like that, Okay, was what they're trying to get at. So, uh, Pramila and her cousin snuck into the house just before 8 p.m., so evidently they actually weren't living in the house, I guess I should have remembered that from when I read this case. But they weren't actually living in the house yet. Okay. So, Pramila and her cousin snuck into the house a little bit before 8, and the family friend was still checking on the place and shit like that. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, the family friend who was playing video games with Pramila's 15-year-old brother, the one that I said that was devastated about it, uh, pretty much took off and they wanted to go see what was going on. Because they heard a noise and went to check it out. It's pretty much what the story is going towards. The people checking on the home heard a noise? Okay. Yeah. But the thing was, was they, you know, they heard a noise and the family friend was kind of paranoid he you know went to an extreme but at the same time you never know so good for him but at the same time uh kind of got to know what you're shooting at okay uh they went to check out on the noise and this is what the family friend and the brother said we thought maybe there was an intruder in the house and maybe some people knew we moved and they were coming to check if we had got everything so we started clearing the house does that make sense? It doesn't make it didn't make sense the first time I read it either. No. So what he's saying is that he you know, they were still there at the house, evidently. They were playing video games upstairs. They Who's heard they? the family friend and, and the brother. Pramilla. No, the oh. family friend and the brother. Okay. Were in the house playing video games. Okay. Pramilla and her fifteen year old cousin snuck into the house a little before eight. Okay. So the brother and the family friend heard a noise. Pramila and cousin sneaking into the house. Okay. They thought that there was an intruder, so they went downstairs to figure everything out. They were just moving, so, you know, everybody saw them moving, so they just thought maybe, okay. you know, the in, they were thinking the intruders were coming in just to see if anybody was there and if they forgot anything or if they're still shit in boxes. So the family friend and the brother start clearing the house, going room to room, checking on everything, shit okay. like that. SWAT team status. SWAT team status, exactly. But the intruder turned out to be Pramila, who jumped out of a closet as a harmless joke, according to the family. 
Oh, no. The door opened, and she kind of, like, screamed at the family friend, who then pulled the trigger. Her 12-year-old cousin told authorities. Oh. Authorities say f- the family's... It, their, the investigation was hard on them, is really what they're trying right. to say. Because, obviously, you know, they don't really want to put blame on the guy, but at the same time, he did kill their daughter right. and this the whole situation and circumstances of the everything are just screwed up oh god yeah and i i will say i'm not like i have a gun in the home for protection but mm-hmm. if i was ever in that situation for that same reason i would be walking around the house but saying like i have a weapon like yeah. please show me where you are yeah. you know that's <sighs> safe keeping of a weapon that's yeah. what you're supposed to do yeah and you're always supposed to know what you're shooting at, too. So before you pull the trigger, you have to know what it is. I don't care if it... I mean, obviously, if it is an intruder and they're holding something pointed at you, too, yeah, pull the trigger. Right. But it, neither here nor there. So the commander of the police department said that all the witnesses had consistent statements. Okay. So at that point, you know, he probably throttled back a little bit, thinking oh, it wasn't just a murder case and they're not trying to cover up. Like, this was... Just an accident. And a neighbor told authorities that she saw a group rush out of the house screaming. Lyle was admitted to the hospital and was pronounced dead about an hour later. So Primilla made it all the way to the hospital. She's 18 years old. Oh. Yeah. So the family friend is being held on charges of reckless endangerment, child abuse, and providing a gun to a juvenile because Lau's 15-year-old brother had access to the gun, police. Child abuse? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he didn't have the gun secure. The 15-year-old brother was able to grab the gun, which is child abuse. That's child abuse? And neglect. Wow, okay. Neglect, I can see. Yeah. Or not neglect, negligence. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, too. So the family friend, which I know his name and I'm not going to say it. Okay. But so far has not been charged for Lyle's killing. A court hearing was scheduled for Monday. This is all, you know, back in the Dizzy. And I didn't really dive too deep into it just because of We everything. don't have answers? I don't, I'm not going to make answers. He didn't get charged. I know that much. Okay, he didn't he get didn't charged. He didn't get charged, no. Okay. And the family, you know, I'm obviously not is not answers. friends with him anymore because of... The devastation. That would be hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the father of Pramila said, we lost a daughter, so we don't want to lose anyone else. To lose their son, you know, especially when it was an accident. Meaning that he has sympathy, but at the same time, he's, you know, he's hurt. He lost his daughter, 18 years old. She was a star athlete, you know, great in uh, academics and school, all that stuff. And it could have been prevented. And it could have been easily prevented, yes. So, the police said they do not suspect that there is drugs or alcohol involved in it. The teen's death was unintended and extremely tragic. Lau, or Pramila, was honored at the weekend cross-country meet at her Lama Matter. I guess that's her fraternity. fraternity. Okay. And her family Wouldn't described it be her... Wouldn't sorority? Sorority, yeah, sorry. Sorority. My bad. 
Her family described her as an athlete and a popular girl, girl and a very strong student. Uh, Longmont is a former farming community at the foothills of the Rockies. And the town was already stunned by a murder-suicide a day earlier. Wow. An 80-year-old man shot a 72-year-old, or shot his 72-year-old wife before killing himself. <gasps> before last week, multiple officers said that they could not remember when the last shooting was. It's been a very tough weekend. Something in the air. Yeah. Crazy. So then I found this other one. That was depressing. Mine are funny. Damn. Yeah. So the that was one that I found after. So it wasn't my original story that I was going to do. So the Stockton one, I kind of chopped it down a little bit to where it just talks about the nitty-gritty. Stockton's so crazy. And yes, I yes, couldn't yes. find anything because I wanted to see if these guys that I could, like, relay it back to last week's episodes where we talked about get, being stupid and getting caught for shit. So these would have been like the prime candidates for that fucking story. So I was trying to hope if I could figure out, you know, if they got caught for something else or some stupid shit like that. Well, but. I will say a lot of our listeners, like we have quite a few that are out of the country and then a lot that are out of the state. So Stockton, California is about, how far away is it from Fresno? Uh, almost three hours, like two and a half, three. Two and a half, three hours away from Fresno, which is the closest, like, big metropolitan city that we live by. And it is, like, the sex trafficking and, like, meth trafficking and manufacturing capital of, I know, at least the state. It's a bad, crazy, dirty, gross place. Fresno's the meth capital of California. But I thought it was, I thought a lot more was trafficked through... A lot more drugs and, like, you know, sex trafficking and stuff like that. Yeah, because of the port of Stockton. Okay, they but have a meth port manufacturing Fresno reigns supreme. Yeah, and then <laughs> everything from Fresno goes down to Stockton to get shipped out. Uh, and then everything that's coming from Stockton gets pushed out to Fresno and Bay Area and all that crap. So, Stockton is where Wade's takes place. This next one, right? It wasn't yeah. the first one. No, okay. this next one. So, I'm sure it's going to be fucking crazy. It is pretty nuts. So, there's a home invasion, robbery type thing that happened in Stockton, but it went really wrong for the robbers. When was it? That, I don't know. What? It was like three years ago. Okay. Yeah, Recent. it was a while ago. So, Stockton uh, Police Demert says one of the robbers accidentally shot his accomplice <laughs> and then later dropped his ass off at the hospital. <laughs> so, he said that three other robbers are still at large. It all happened uh, in early morning near the intersection of Blossom Circle and Thirsty Way. Thirsty Way. Thirsty Way. Wow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Dyslexia. Thistle Way. <laughs> <laughs> I like thirsty better. <laughs> I do too. I do too. So Amanda Merlos says it was either her or the robbers. But it was definitely not going to be her and her seven-year-old daughter. Oh, fuck no. Now, this girl went ape shit crazy. She's a good mama bear. She <laughs> fucks some shit up. So uh, she was... Or she used a bat while her brother-in-law managed oh. to get a few punches in at their home. Did you see the picture of this guy? Yeah. Oh, we have to post it. So Fritz Hammer <laughs> said after running some quick errands Friday morning, he uh, may have left his front door unlocked 
a mistake that might have led to a dangerous home invasion robbery. They were like, just come out with us, give us your money. They took <laughs> us to the room and held us at gunpoint, Fritz said. So, this is, you know, him talking about the whole scene of what happened. He left his door open and shit like that. Just how you said that. Give us your money. Well, that's how it's it's written. It says, they were like, just come out with us. Give us your money. They looked, or they took us to the room and held us by gunpoint, said Fitz Hammer. (laughs) So, Fritz claimed four men walked into his house. He said that they had their pistols already out and they demanded cash and jewelry they uh also said they could have whatever or Fitz and amanda said they could have whatever they wanted just get you know just get out of here i didn't want anybody to get hurt Fitz said ramming down doors for something to steal hammer explained the men chose the wrong house one of the one of the suspects found that that out when he came face to face with Amanda Merlos. He had, or she said, I had grabbed my bat and they came in, brandishing the gun to my face, and I just started saying, Swing, motherfucker, swing, swing. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I put that part in. She just started swinging my bat, or she said, I just started swinging my bat. Uh, she said she hid her seven year old daughter, Gia, or Gia. In the closet and delivered a beat down. Yeah. She said I had no choice but to hit, hit, hit. Uh, Amanda added another robber came into the room to check out the commotion. And somehow that dude ended up shooting his partner. Oh my god. Oh no, sorry. I read that wrong too. Dyslexia again. (laughs) So she said that. This part's funny. So, she said that another robber came into the room to check on the commotion, and somehow he ended up getting shot by his friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, the guy that was getting How? hit by the bat shot his buddy that walked into the How? room. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he thought that that was the guy, the Fitz, uh, Fritz guy, and he was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get beat up even sh- more. He's not shooting the girl that's beating his ass with a bat. She, he Thank probably God. didn't. Thank God. She said, I know I heard a pop, and when I heard the pop, uh, that was like, okay, I gotta do something. Something's going down. Oh, that was said by Fritz. So when Fritz was in the other room, he heard the gun pop, and that's when he was oh, like, okay. oh, fuck, I gotta get some shit. You know, I gotta do some shit now. This is getting out of hand. So that's when Fritz took his chance and fought back and managed to punch the robber's green Ford Explorer. So I guess... Punch the truck? I guess he punched the truck as they were leaving because one friend got shot and the other guy got beat up by a bat. Okay. So they fled, but not with much and definitely not with their family's dignity. Yeah. So Officer Joe Silva with the Stockton Police Department said the robbers managed to drop off the injured suspect at the local hospital and they drove off. Sylvia said the suspects will live and will be booked, or the suspect will live and be booked. So there's still three guys out there that didn't get in trouble because I definitely No, they tra- got caught. I, I, I they ch- didn't get caught? Yeah, I okay. almost did this story. They got caught like a day later. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't find anything on it, but I also don't do research like you do. <laughs> I don't have like 12 windows pulled up on different stories and go back and forth through them all. This bitch is a sleuth. Mm-hmm. 
I will know if you cheat on me before you even cheat on me. Probably, but I will never cheat on you. You best not. All right. That is my two stories. And... Sorry for being dyslexic. I'm like chilling on the bed with my feet up, drinking my 805 and... We're on a bed with like a little table pulled up to the very end. We're compromising in this tiny ass motherfucking hotel room that we're up in right now. So the audio is a little weird. Like our bedroom is bigger than this bedroom or this hotel room. It's it's really bad. It's really bad. And Wade couldn't even fit on this bed by himself. For those of you that don't know us in real life, he is like 6'4". He's a tall dude. The last four inches of my body are going to hang off this bit. Yeah, literally. Oh. And Wade's last story, I'll see if I can find it again. I found a picture of that dude that got beat up with a baseball bat. He's fucked up. Dude, he is so fucked up. Like, like he, all of him is swollen. And when she said hit, 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 it's more like swing for the fences. Swing, 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 swing battle for the pitches. Swing. Because yeah. she fucked him up. Like this chick had of a plate softball. Alright, I have three stories. I'm going to get on it. So, you picked the wrong house. Is the title of my my story I gave it. 62-year-old Marine vet Michael Irving was at his Theodore, Alabama home like any other evening. But this evening, it is June 22nd, 2017, so we got a recent one. He hears a knock at the door, which he answers... He is greeted by three burglars who shoot him with a shotgun at point-blank range. Quote, I walked right here to open the door, and that's when they shot me right there. Irving told a local Fox News affiliate on June 23, 2017. Luckily for Irving, he had a plexiglass security frame installed on his front door. And are you ready for this? It was installed after a previous burglary where robbers made off with Irving's cancer medications. Wow. Scoot up so they can hear you. They can hear me just fine. I got a loud voice. So on top of him being a 62-year-old can- er, vet, um, he also got his cancer medication stolen from him. So he installed this plexiglass fucking frame around his door after that happened. Uh, These types of medications for cancer are extremely expensive, often not covered by insurance and stuff he needs to survive. So the fact that that shit was stolen is just cuckoo bananas. The plexiglass frame that was installed likely saved his life. Um, He is talking to one of the Fox affiliates and he's saying, like pointing out the bullet hole and he's saying, you can see how thick the glass is and that's what saved me because it slowed down the buckshot enough. After that initial shotgun blast, Irving's instincts honed in and his military training took over. Okay, now for my favorite quote of the entire story. And let me take a swig of this wine before I say it because it's fucking hilarious. Alright. They cut loose on me. And that's when I went to the cabinet here. And back behind the coffee was an old time pistol, Irving said. I opened the door and smoked him. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, he yeah. is your father. Um, down with the forty-four cult. Yeah. He goes. It's on three things that are in this house: Bibles, cults, <laughs> beer. 
Um, all right, let's see. Mr. Michael Irving had unfortunately been fighting colon cancer for the last two years leading up to this story, but she, he sure as hell didn't let that slow him down. He shot all three intruders on the spot with his old-timey pistol. Old-timey pistol. <laughs> he didn't want anyone to die, though. He is quoted in the Fox interview as saying, I tried not to shoot any of them in the chest. I didn't want, want to have to kill them. Two of the burglary suspects were able to flee on foot, leaving one of their accomplices behind, so they just left his ass and took off. <laughs> Peace. These two suspects were arrested shortly after at a Dollar General store about two miles away. <laughs> they were probably in the fucking first aid aisle fixing probably. up there. <laughs> I need some gauze. Um, all three of the burglars were taken to the hospital for medical care because he fucked their shit up and then were promptly arrested. As for Irving, he was rightfully hailed as a hero. Um, but Irving says his survival came down to his training in the military. He says, I learned that in the Marine Corps, react and do before you get scared. Fuck yeah. Adapt and overcome. Badass motherfucker. Okay, well, well done. One more chug of wine, and then we'll do my second one. Hurry up. All right. Hurry up. You picked the wrong house, part two. On May 17, 2017, Oklahoma mother Natalie Williamson discovered Kenneth Williams dangling from a window in her home trying to gain entry. In reality, actually, it was Natalie's young daughter who first realized the man when he threw his backpack through the window before attempting to crawl through it. Natalie was instantly terrified, and her baby was right there. Her daughter was, you know, standing right there. She picked up a crutch and charged him while he was still hanging in the window. And she starts beating that motherfucker in the face with the crutch. But still, the intruder persisted. Natalie's next try was... Oh, I have hiccups. The vacuum from the hall closet. So she gets <laughs> that out. <laughs> you get beat down by mom. And I mean, like, over her head, like, starts hitting this guy in the fucking face with a fucking vacuum. Was it a Kirby? Because those things are heavy no. as fuck. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to lift a Kirby vacuum over my head. I've done it. The handle breaks. <laughs> <laughs> with the amount of adrenaline she had, though, she probably fucking could She's throw a like, Kirby vacuum. Per perfect. Now I can just yeah. get the fucking handle. <laughs> Um, even still, the man continued to attempt entry of the home, even when getting his ass beat with a fucking vacuum. As a last resort, Natalie punched him in the face with everything she had. Close fists. Yes, fucking queen. Thankfully, that was enough to send that piece of shit falling backward out of the window. The intruder had the audacity after that, to call up to the window, requesting that she meet him at the front door and return his backpack and not call the police. <laughs> so you want to know what she did? Shot him. She agreed. Instead of the backpack, though, she met him at the front door with a butcher knife. Fuck yeah. And she chased the assailant into the waiting arms of her pissed off neighbors that were standing on the sidewalk world's best fucking neighbors and they held him under citizen's arrest on the curb until the police arrived fuck yeah the intruder may have been persistent but he messed with the wrong fucking mama bear that day fuck yeah <laughs> and this girl was tiny too it showed a picture of her and like she was not a big lady and i was just like yeah so 
So good job amazing. to the neighbors too for stepping up. Good job for all of it. Like that whole story was amazing. And it sounded like me. I would probably pick up a vacuum and try and beat somebody in the face with it, too. Oh, I would have picked up anything in that area. (laughs) Fuck. The last thing I would have done was fucking run up to him and hit him. (laughs) I might have, like, Spartan kicked him, maybe, just to send him fucking down to the ground quickly. I think it was too high for a Spartan kick, but yeah. I would have made it happen. I mean, you are 6'4". You probably could have Spartan kicked them. I would have, yeah. I would have speared them. I would have went out the window with them. (laughs) All right, last one. You picked the wrong house, part three. You um, came up with better titles for no! each one. You want to fight? I, no. I'll just grab onto your nipple and you'll cry and you'll lose. Because I can't grab onto your nipples. No, they're sensitive. Then don't grab onto my nipples. Okay, fair enough. On the morning of... I'm still going to grab onto his nipples. On the morning of June 2nd, 2017, Jordy... I don't know how I would say this. Would you say Rulier? Ruler. Rulier. Rulier. Had just settled in to start her work day from home in Redding, California. Isn't that kind of close to us right now? Yeah. It's only like an hour and a half away. We're in Grass Valley right now. Again, in this tiny ass shitty little fucking hotel room. Okay. It's really not that bad. It's small. I miss our Airbnb. (laughs) Exactly. It was so pretty. (laughs) It was really nice, but we were also babied. We were spoiled. We were. Um, so Jordy sits down at her desk and her computer, because she works from home, she's going to start her work day. She discovered a man looking in through her sliding glass door. So can you imagine, you're like, do-do-do, have my coffee, going to sit down and work, and you sit down and there's just a man staring at you through your sliding glass door. It'd be freaky. Yeah. Um, when their eyes met, the intruder lunged for the door and rushed in. So I think he was closer to the door than she was, and he was able to, like, you know rush for the door and get it. Jordy simply jumped up, dropped her shoulder, and rammed it into the intruder's midsection to push him back through the door. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like a fucking linebacker. Oh yeah. Bam. Um a desperate fight followed to keep the man from re entering her home, obviously. In her words, she says, quote, I ran into fight it didn't matter what happened to me. It was about protecting my family. Fuck yeah, girl. The assailant started punching and slapping Jordy as she attempted to close the door on him. So he's like reaching his arms in, trying to get back in, and she's like trying to close the door on him, and he's just fucking like smacking the shit out of her. Jordy ended up breaking a knuckle and a finger, punching him back. Which, breaking a knuckle is not the easiest thing in the world. Ow. Uh, it actually really is easy. Because your the first two knuckles hurt you, the last two knuckles hurt me. If you hit them incorrectly, those knuckles, it's actually the door, docile, docile bones, the ones that are between your wrist and dorsal, your knuckle, dorsal or something like that, on the pinky finger and the third to last finger, or fourth to last finger, are those bones are like really eat like it takes like a half a pound of pressure to break or I, I don't know I'm not a medical doctor but it's I, called a boxer's fracture I guess I don't have as much experience hitting things besides my car LCD screen apparently well okay sure <laughs> yeah, but I mean any self-defense class will teach you that I took karate what you're supposed for like to do is eight actually years. hit people like this yeah I knew that yeah 
You're never supposed to tuck your never. thumb under or anything. Just gonna, yeah, you're gonna I did break know the thumb. that. Yeah. I definitely Anyways, knew that. continue. Sorry. Um. Okay. Broken knuckle and finger. Eventually, Jordy screamed for her mother, who was asleep in another room. So all this shit's going on. Her mother's asleep. Finally, Jordy's like, "I don't think I can fight this guy off." Screams for her mother. This is the best, the best part of the story. The mother, named Caprice Taylor, hopped into action, grabbing none other than her youngest daughter's katana and charged the door. As soon as the burglar caught sight of the older woman barreling down the hallway at him with an actual fighting sword, he pieced the fuck out and ran away. Uh, <laughs> like I was a, like, what's a katana? And then you say that, I was like, oh yeah, I know so what katana is. He I looks up, kid. and there's this tiny little lady in her 60s, like, ah! carrying his sword, charging towards him at the door, and he's like, I'm out. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And uh, those are my stories. Very well done, babe. Yeah. Good job. I appreciate you. And you know what? It Food. was... Wait. It was a miracle because nobody died in any of my stories, and I'm usually, like, the dark queen. Yeah. Yeah. But Wade's super, super hungry, so I guess we're going to go get some food real quick before we let you go. Um, it really helps us out, guys. If you could follow us, subscribe, um, comment, like on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. We are on all three platforms, Booze, Bullshit, and True Crime. So if you could just hit that like or subscribe button, leave us a comment. That helps us out tremendously. Also, nobody's saying hey to us on Instagram and Facebook. What's up with that? Yeah, I'm kind of sad about that. I'm really depressed, and it's hard to get up in the mornings and go on about my daily life because no one cares about us. I agree. We pout all day. It makes our heart sad. It does. Even if you can drop us a comment and be like, yo, I like I this. listen. Or I, I Yeah, <laughs> I am here. I appreciate yeah. all the time and effort and research and work you put into this podcast. That would be great. It really Thank would. you. And but also, <laughs> I want stories of the craziest interactions with people you've had. Like anybody getting beat up, having to call the cops because somebody broke into your house. And we know a lot of people from Fresno, so... Come on, meow. Come Come on. on. You guys got some crazy stories. Oh, yeah. All the homeless people, all that crazy shit on the street. But anything. Crazy hobo stories, crazy crime stories that you've seen, any true crime hometown stories from where you're from, anything creepy, paranormal, Anything that you think that we would find interesting, send it to us because we really want to do a listener's episode and we could read it on air. So if you do have anything like that, which I know you do, so you should send it to us and I know you're gonna because you love us. Our email is booze, BS, and true crime at gmail.com and is spelled out A and D. Booze, BS, and true crime at gmail.com. Uh, booze, bullshit, and true crime on Instagram and Facebook. And I uh, I think that's it, right? We covered it all. Bye-bye. We out, homie.